Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest. Riker, over the past seemingly week and a half, there's been about a thousand NBA player comparisons posted about Pascal Siakam and some other players in the NBA. Last week, the, the internet, YouTube, Reddit, all that sort of stuff was filled with Jason Tatum, Pascal Siakam conspira- comparisons, but now Bleacher Report has, dra- uh, has put out an article redrafting the 2016 draft that obviously Siakam was drafted 27th in that draft to the Toronto Raptors, and they put him number one over guys like Ben Simmons, Brandon Ingram, Jalen Brown, Jamal Murray, DeMontis Sabonis, a lot of all-stars, a lot of high-caliber players in that list, and there's a lot of people sort of putting a lot of pushback to this list. Obviously, as Raptors fans, we love Pascal Siakam, but what are your thoughts on this sort of redraft? Because Ben Simmons, they're all still young guys with lots of potential, but we're we're far removed from that right now. What a, Sound off on this, Riker. Ben, very open-ended statement the question to leave me on here but basically (laughs) it's it's fine to think about it like that but it would never happen because realistically if you redrafted pascal siakam in 2016 to the 76ers he's not going to be the player today that that he is right that Mm -hmm. you're not going to go through the 76ers development and have the pascal siakam in which you would want to draft him as the first pick as you 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 probably currently would and Mm -hmm. case in point would be everything that's going on with the 76ers team right now because you're basically squandering the talent of both Embiid and Ben Simmons, right? That These guys have way more potential than what they're showing. That or they really are very soft individuals, which I don't believe. I think that they have competitiveness. I just think that that, that team just can't bring it out of them. Second case in point, if he went to the Lakers, I would say even if he didn't, Brandon Ingram is probably the most talented guy of those top three between Simmons siakam and uh and himself right now right he's the the most skilled player right now i think he has the best points and i i mean ben simmons probably doing a better overall job but if you look at that lakers squad that he got drafted to they that would have been even worse situation for pascal siakam right he would have had no ability to develop especially with a guy like lebron going into that team and even if he had to stick around on that roster that that lebron got to then he certainly wouldn't see the same development that he would have got on the Toronto Raptors team. So it's good to say, yeah, he probably would be the first pick, but he wouldn't be the Pascal Siakam that you'd want to pick first if you went to one of those other teams. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely in agreement with that. The If you're factoring in development and you know the certain situations that they're going to and all that sort of stuff, obviously someone's going to benefit more beyond the Toronto Raptors. Fred Van Vliet was in this draft as well. He was undrafted, unlisted. He probably wouldn't even gotten an opportunity with some of these teams. So that that development side is is definitely an argument to, to be made when you're looking at a redraft. But Riker, if you're looking at these players as they are right now, and if let's just say the, the past four years didn't matter, and in 2016 you're picking the the players that have been made right now and the potential that they've shown already. So assume Pascal Siakam is going to make this trajectory. Do you think this makes sense? Do you think that Pascal Siakam provides more value to his team than a Ben Simmons or a Brandon Ingram right now? Who has the number one pick? The the Sixers. So we're saying that right now the 76ers have the number one pick for 2020 versions of all the guys that are in the 2016 draft. Essentially. Yeah, so so don't worry about development, how they're going to play out, all that sort of stuff, because that, that totally changes the, the player trajectories, and that makes these lists sort of less fun to do and more speculative. But if we could have the... the well, I, Brand- I still, I'd still I'd think that the 76ers would pick Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram over Ben Simmons, really? 
I, I I think so. I think so. And and well, just because well, do they know? Do they know what Ben Simmons has already given them as the leader of their team, or are they just looking at Ben Simmons in a vacuum as some player? Yeah, you could just look at these players right now and and sign them to their teams. Yeah, like I don't know. Would you not want? Would you not want? Given everything that's happened to the Seventy Sixers, would you not want a guy who can score the ball better? Right, especially if you already have uh, Joel Embiid. Right, you're getting the same height. Right, you're not getting as good playmaking. Definitely, you're not going to make that argument. But you got Defense. a way better scorer on your team. Defense is a big factor. So, do you think would you pick Brandon over Siakam as well? For the 76ers, yes, absolutely. They're not going to pick a power forward, right? Because Siakam's not a scorer yet. He's he's been off and on the number one guy for the Raptors, but he's by no means as consistent of a scorer as is Brandon Ingram. And Siakam, yeah. you got to realize a lot of his points comes from his motor, which is great. But like you know, the 76ers are looking for their their number one guy, basically. So you're going with Brandon, and that's interesting. I thought we were going to sort of write off Brandon Ingram in this in this debate and make it a Ben Simmons Siakam, but I, I definitely pick Siakam over Brandon Ingram because I think scoring wise, I see what you're getting from Brandon Ingram's more skilled, but that motor that Siakam brings is definitely a, an asset in terms of scoring. And you know they they have Brandon Ingram right now is averaging 24 points per game uh, on a little bit better shooting splits, 46 from the field, 38 from three. Siakam's about 40, same, 46 from the field, uh, 36 from three. So they're, they're putting up similar splits. Siakam's obviously the better rebounder, the d- better defender. Ingram's more of a wing, catch you off the guard. But I think just Siakam's ability to score off people and the potential that he can add in p- being paired, like his fit with other stars, his game is unique yeah, enough. What fit does he have, Ben, with, with, with Joel Embiid? Well, Siakam can shoot threes and run the four and sort of space everything out and be a mobile defender. But- Pascal Siakam, where were the majority of Pascal Siakam shots this season for the Toronto Raptors? I, I don't have the shooting splits in front of me, but he did, had a lot of post-ups. He had a lot of From the eye threes. test, exactly. A lot of, po- a lot of post-ups. Yeah. So where is Joel Embiid going to go? He, ben, Pascal Siakam needs spacing, and that's the reason that the Raptors tried to meticulously craft a team where even our number five would be able to step outside. You know, you want to pl- play him a lot with uh, Serge Ibaka. We see Marcus Gasol stepping outside a lot more of the perimeter than he ever did in his whole career. It's because you want Pascal Siakam to have as open a lane as possible to beat his mismatch off the dribble. Where are you going to put Joel Embiid in that situation? You're not going to have him, Joel Embiid, one of the best dominating centers in the league sitting out behind the three-point line for Pascal. Like it's you're picking one or the other then in that case in every possession. Like, but that scoring duo, that defense that he brings, I think Siakam just makes more sense. He doesn't need the ball in his hands that much. And yes, you can't have two players posting up immediately, but I don't think the Joel Embiid plays most of his game sort of in the mid post area right now with Ben Simmons. I think it will get more touches down in the paint with Siakam there as he's a better shooter than Simmons. But Joel Embiid has shown he can have value not just being a post-up player, as we've seen with the 76ers currently. And yes, Brandon Ingham's a better shooter, but I think everything else that Siakam brings to the table makes him sort of a, a better a better fit for the Sixers, just a better player. And I guess, Riker, so instead of just focusing on the Sixers and not well, worrying about that, that point. how draft, is he a better player? How is he a better player? Yeah, so that's why I kind of wanted to like bring this too. Who's the better player out of these in this draft? Who's the best player in this draft? And... I think it's right now, it is Pascal Siakam when you take into account scoring, rebounding. His, the only real area that Simmons, Ingram, and some other guys in the draft have over him is playmaking. And we've seen Siakam's sort of handle and pass improve this season. 
And the trajectory in terms of improvement for Siakam as compared to a guy like Ben Simmons is certainly, you know, it's, even though he's an older guy, he's, a, he's older than these players. And I think that's an argument that could be taken into account because Simmons was, uh, is 23 years old, Brandon Ingram is, is 22 right now, so they're two, three years younger than Siakam is 25. But the, the growth that Siakam has and the potential that he's shown to develop in certain areas, I think his scoring paired with his defense, paired with the way he plays off of people, makes him the best player in this draft currently. You see, I'm still going to go Brandon Ingram here because really by all accounts, except for rebounding, Brandon Ingram statistically is the better player on less minutes played on a team where he's he's kind of the number one guy. And we shut we towards Zion mania. Of course, a lot of that pressure was taken off of him because of all the hype and wanting to to protect the rim. But really, he's he's never played on a good team. He was on a bad Lakers team. He's on a bad Pelicans team. He's the, the number one scoring threat on any given night. And he's still shooting almost 50% from the field. Uh, really good three-point shooting, especially for a guy of his height. I think that talent-wise, this guy right now is the most skilled. And if you want to put in the argument about potential, I'm going to back up Pascal Siakam 100%. But if you're just saying, who's the best player right now? It's got to be Brandon Ingram in a vacuum. Who's so in a vacuum, you, you, you draft, would you draft Pascal you Siakam Pascal number one? In a vacuum. What? In a vacuum, would you draft Pascal well, Siakam number one? it depends on the one? team. Because do you want In a vacuum, no team. Siakam? You gotta pick Brandon Ingram. <laughs> like, is it a five man team or is it one man? Is it like ones? Because this is my argument, Ben. Mm-hmm. Is on the Toronto Raptors, do you want Pascal Siakam or Brandon Ingram? Like, between the two, would you want Pascal Siakam or Brandon Ingram? You want Pascal Siakam, obviously, because of his motor, because you already have guys that do the playmaking. You already have a lot of guys that can knock down the three ball, so you're able to give him the lane so he can drive and take advantage of his skill set. But if you have a team where you don't have those luxuries where the rest of your team is a top-ranked defense in the league and where you have you know complementary three-point shooters and you have guys that can do good playmaking, then Pascal Siakam would struggle. He would not be the Pascal Siakam that he is right now because he wouldn't have that ability to attack as much because there'd be way more pressure on him. Whereas Brandon Ingram... Despite the pressure on him, because he doesn't have the same team, he has more tricks up his sleeve. He has more basketball-type moves that he can do. He has better jumper, better mechanics. I think he's the the better player that you'd See, want, but not I, for the Raptors. I'll take that argument against you, because like, I think Siakam's ability to play with better players, I think Siakam's... It's sort of the DeMar DeRozan effect with Danny Green comparison. Obviously, the you know the the skill difference between Danny Green and DeMar DeRozan is not comparable to Siakam and Ingram. Siakam and Ingram are much more similar. But DeMar DeRozan's sort of play style doesn't work well with other stars, right? He needs the ball in his hands a lot. He needs to dribble. He needs to have the rock to really get his buckets. And I think that's a similar situation with Brandon Ingram and Pascal Siakam. While Siakam can, you know, they're both similar talent. They they have the similar abilities to shot create and all that. Siakam's a better rebounder defender. Ingram's a better sort of creator off the dribble and shooter. But Siakam's game, I think, is more transferable to playing with, with better players. And this is the same argument I make with Ben Simmons. Even though I think Ben Simmons, because you brought up the point of talent at the beginning. I think Ben Simmons' talent might be the best out of all of them in terms of his size and his ability to pass. His, his floor vision is something that's really underrated in players, and it, it's super valued to the six, Sixers team. It's just that he can't shoot, and that's probably a product of the Sixers' development, as you brought up. But 
Pascal Siakam's ability to play with other stars. We saw him last year when he was playing with Kawhi Leonard. He was shooting like six, had a 63% true shooting percentage. His his value, his ability to play off other guys, it's it's proven on a championship level. When Brandon Ingram was playing with LeBron James, another another star similar to Kawhi Leonard, they couldn't do anything. They really couldn't do Dude, much LeBron, together. LeBron James hated that team. He wanted them all gone, and he shipped them all away. That, Kawhi I mean, didn't that, want to be here or anything like that. You can make that similar argument. They're both like similar. You can't type make that players, argument because Kawhi still went out there and played. You see LeBron. There were so many times throughout the season where he he just stopped halfway through, or he'd sit at the end of the bench, and he wouldn't communicate with his teammates. That he, you saw him getting angry at his teammates. I don't think that the situation is nearly as comparable, especially given you're talking about a championship, a world championship Toronto Raptors team, and you're talking about a Lakers team that missed the playoffs. And you can't put missing the playoffs on Brandon Ingram specifically. But I'm saying he, a guy. He, he didn't play that well off of LeBron James. He didn't make them better to a point where they could have made the playoffs. He played really well when LeBron James went down. When LeBron was out, Brandon Ingram stepped up until he until he got injured. That's when we really saw Ingram turn into the guy that looked like he could be a potential all-star. But when he was playing a, a, alongside another guy that really demanded the ball, that really, the, you know, the offense wasn't really ran through him, Ingram really couldn't be that guy, have the same production. He was still good, but he wasn't as good as Pascal Siakam in that role. Well, yeah, but you could make an argument like that with about you can make an argument like that with Russell Westbrook, you can make an argument like that with Paul George, you know, you could say that those guys play better when they're the number 1 guy, which would be absolutely true. It's already been proven in the NBA, but you can't go and step around here and say that uh Pascal Siakam is better than Russell Westbrook or Paul George and that you'd pick Pascal Siakam over them in the draft. I understand well- that as a complimentary piece and still as a star, he is a guy that you'd want on an already perfected roster. But if you're picking a number one draft pick, you want the guy that you, you're basically picking him with the intention to be the man. If you're picking a guy that's going to be your second or your third best player, that's not really the number one draft. You're not picking a number one guy to be your second or he third best player. You're picking the number one guy in hopes that he's the number one guy on your team. Who's the number one guy on this team this season before the season went down? Clearly Pascal Siakam on the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, but after the benefit of having three or four years on a championship team and having so many injuries and inconsistency, and and you still can't say he was great. He was inconsistent. He was averaging like 23 points per game. Yes, he was inconsistent, but he was the number one guy on the second seed in the Eastern Conference. That that can't be taken away from him, even though he had some some. That points can in the be taken away from him. That no, can be can't. taken away from him to an extent. Yes, it can. If you look at the depth of the Toronto Raptors and the the skill of the second best, the third best, the fourth best. Listen, the rest of our team. Don't forget who are the rest of our players. Fred Van Fred Van Vliet, Serge Ibaka, Mark. Gasol, Do you think we would have been better with Brandon Ingram, Norman than Powell. Pascal Siakam this year? But again, that's my argument. I'm saying I would rather have Pascal Siakam on the Toronto Raptors. But if you're asking me who's the best player, who would be the number one pick if I'm the 76ers, I'm I'm picking Brandon Ingram because on his own, he's a more skilled player right now than Pascal Siakam. Not taking into account potential or growth. Well, again, obviously, if I'm I'm back in the Siakam horse in in that race because he does have more upside. Definitely, you've seen it from his. Mm-hmm. development every year after year but you know brandon ingram was also a candidate for most improved this year so i they're 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 close like it's a close race it's interesting to be i thought that i thought you were going to argue more for 
for Simmons if you weren't in agreement for Siakam. But I guess to take a look at the Simmons point, should he be counted in this? Because I know a lot of people, especially at Creep Sixers, read it before this, said it was blasphemous for people to even think someone should draft Siakam over Ben Simmons. But looking at their stats, even though Simmons, I think, is underrated in the league, he does average, he averages, you know, 17 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists compared to Pascal Siakam's, uh, let me pull this up, 24 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists. Obviously, Simmons is the better playmaker. You can make an argument for a defender on either side, but, you know, I think that's too tight to really compare. Do, do you think there's any any argument for Simmons, especially where if he gets a jump shot, he could be the, the mini LeBron that people are talking about? Yeah, but it, you can't really say that, though, because Ben Simmons right now, okay, one, he wouldn't fit on the Toronto Raptors, right? Because mm-hmm. if you put him, substitute him into Siakam's role, Siakam would not have that same role if he wasn't able to shoot the three this season. Yep. Right, he wouldn't be that number one guy. So yeah. Ben Simmons would not have that same role in the Toronto Raptors. Same thing as if you're picking a number one guy, you want him to be the number one option. He's not. Ben's, you need to put great players around him so that Ben Simmons can do his playmaking. Right At the end of a game, if it's close, you're probably not going to Ben Simmons to score. You're going to Ben Simmons maybe to create if you have a long shot clock. Right, mm-hmm. But he's not your scorer at the end of a game. So you still need a player as good or better than him. So you can't really pick up. He can't, he's not that number one guy to me unless he has a jump shot. Because he doesn't, he's not, he shouldn't even be in this conversation. He's more like the Dennis Rodman of that Bulls team than he's anywhere near the Michael Jordan of that team. Right? He's approaching the Scottie Pippen, but he's not Michael Jordan. He's more Dennis Rodman, if that, if that makes sense. That's... He's that's- a- I don't know. I, I think Simmons is, is very underrated. I think he can still create and stuff. I guess the final question I'd pose to you, and I'd still pick Siakam in this area, but I think it gets a lot closer. I think Ben Simmons would definitely overtake Ingram in this, in my opinion, but if you could build the perfect team around these guys, as a lot of teams do with a number one pick, right? If you could obviously put a bunch of shooters and maybe another creator around Simmons, have a, have a solid team around Siakam with spacing and some drivers and some creators like the Toronto Raptors are now, and Ingram have a lot of guys that aren't going to demand the ball that much. Which team, including upside, if you if you could start from this point right now and then the, the futures are aligned and picked into it, so you, you know, obviously we don't know what Siakam, Simmons, and Ingram could become. Maybe one of them averages 40 points, but that's looking at their potential right now. What team would you rather have? That's tough. That's that's a tough one between Simmons and Siakam now because if we're including upside, I think Ben Simmons has the most upside, mm-hmm. like potent, like pure potential. Just because of if he pure can get potential, that yeah. Because now you're talking about that jump shot. Yeah, yep. I mean, if he had a jump shot right now, no argument, he's better than those other two. Yeah, no, no, no argument. As Homer as we may be at sometimes, Simmons with with a, a, just a bit of floor spacing, so he has to be guarded somewhat, would be very a very tough matchup. Yeah, like the, the, he doesn't exist. LeBron is the closest guy to what Simmons would be if he had a jump shot. Right? Because mm-hmm. we have a, almost the perfect player in Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo and he, he's, he doesn't have what Ben Simmons would have if Ben Simmons was the complete package. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a little yep. bit more physically dominating, but that playmaking is it's almost unrivaled for, for a yep. guy of his height. So, you know, it's tough because you're like, all right, what if? What if? Then you'd, you'd probably pick Ben Simmons. But um, in terms of what we have on the table right now, a mix of potential and skill, yeah, you're looking at Pascal Siakam, definitely. Yeah, I, I'm in agreement there. It's 
it's a, always weird looking at the redrafts and sort of how people look at them. I think we sort of look at them differently. Everyone sort of does. If you're looking at the team specifically, if you're just looking at players in a vacuum and the teams are just there, or if you're looking at the potential in the future and all that sort of stuff. But uh, when you take everything into account, the most real-world situation, even though Siakam is a couple years older, he picked up basketball later, and he's definitely shown the most growth out of these guys. So I'm ro- rolling with Siakam, but it- it's a tough race. It's a it's a tight one right there. Yeah, Ben, and listen, if the Toronto Raptors were fortunate enough to have the number one pick in that 2016 draft and we did it all over again knowing what we know now, funny enough, we would pick the same player that we picked at the 27th pick of that draft. So that's the one cool takeaway of this, and we didn't even speak about our boy Fred at 6th. So the Raptors, they got two of the top 10 gems of 2016 and and what turned out to actually be a very loaded class. And we did it in the, the deep picks because the Raptors have the best scouting and the best development in the NBA. That's proven. That's a hard fact, Ben. Hey, don't forget Jakob Pertl at number nine. He turned into Kawhi. He turned into a <laughs> yeah, chip. That's true. <laughs> Jakob sacrificed himself for our souls. Yeah, two two of the top ten uh, stars of the 2016 plus um, yeah a trade piece, a piece of Kawhi, the, the most valuable trade piece in NBA history. <laughs> a piece of Kawhi was taken in this draft. Maybe that should have been the number one pick. We should have made an argument for Jakob, considering he turned into Kawhi Leonard. But obviously, Demar was peace with that. But let's know what you guys think. Obviously, this is a this is a tough debate right here. Let us know in the comment section below. You're the best for making this fire. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. Riker, any last words? That's it for me, Ben. Cheers.